Stop it, Jelly Baby, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Chatsuko podcast, where we usually discuss media in the form of just reading news articles and giving our opinions on them, and occasionally reviews, like the old days. No, I thought you said getting our opinions on them. I was like, whoa. I mean, you, I mean, you're the one who put your penis on the TV and went, hey, look, my cock's on TV. It's <laughs> quite funny, actually. <sighs> but yeah, uh, I'm your host, Frankie Thomas. <laughs> I'm joined by the cock of the TV, Mr. Zenny F underscore, aka Conor O'Shea. Seen on TV. I've <laughs> <laughs> seen on TV. <laughs> so it's just the fucking SpongeBob uh, thing when he always says, I've seen on TV. The really low voice, just that. I bet your cock. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, so today, Connor's going to sit back and try me every now and again because I just got back from the movies and I saw the new Indiana Jones and the Doll of Destiny, the fifth Indiana Jones movie, and the first since what two thousand like was it eight nine? Something like one movie. Uh, last one was Crystal Skull, wasn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay, it was the first one like since that. like the, the what was it late eighties anyway? Then you go like everyone hate it as well. Uh, or, critics, from I was looking on right to my eyes, critics bum the shit out of it. Audience like shot the shit out of it. <laughs> I remember being okay. I just remember it was full. Of, it was another film full of like really bad CGI. It just it was weird because it didn't feel like a fallen Jan Jones film. Like it, it was like it was clearly they're, they're trying to pass the torch on, but it's just like mm. I don't think anyone wanted them to pass the torch on. I think everyone would rather it just be a finale. Ian. That'd be it. If you're gonna do another Jan Jones, then reboot it. We don't really want you to just pass the torch on. Some random guy leading an Indiana Jones film, even though he's not Indiana Jones. Which yeah. is what I think this new one does well because this one, Dial Destiny, is a last hurrah. It is the ending. It's not a passing of the torch. Uh, it is a last hurrah of Indy, which you can tell by how old uh, Harrison Ford is throughout this movie. I mean, the first time you see his older self, he's just asleep with his shirt off. And he wake- gets woken up by loud music from kids. And he gives them a bass play, like, hey, keep the noise down! <laughs> Oh, how India's fallen. <laughs> he's just a gen- old man. He's gone from being old man Indian Jones to just being Harrison Ford IRL. <laughs> Harrison stopped playing indie, he's just started playing Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, it's a lot better than obviously what the early critics said it was. I mean, was it 50% originally? Yes. And well, I've been that. laughing at you, for the, laughing with you about the fact that it's been slowly creeping up to 66% last time I saw. Uh, this is slowly getting up to like a reasonable scoring. I'd say it's better than that. I, obviously, I'd say it's better than Crystal Skull because obviously, a there's no dodgy CGI, uh, and b it's not a forced passing of the torch. It's legit an ending. Yeah, they do a thing at the end where it's like, is it the end? Is it not the end? But at the same time, it's just like, yeah, it's the end. I don't think he's gonna do any more after this. I mean, unless they just use like fucking uh, deep fake AI on people. <laughs> Because I mean the the, the opening, which is the, the obviously the de aging sequence, is really good. Like the agency CGI, it's it's crazy how good the agency CGI is. Like when you're watching it, like is that the same guy? What? How, <laughs> am I in 1980? <laughs> the only difference is obviously he has his gruffer voice, so you can just like yeah, it's it's, it's just a like, 70, 80 year old uh, Harrison Ford uh, pretending to be a young whippersnapper again. <laughs> but still, it's it's a good sequence. Obviously, that's the mm-hmm. one that's it's obviously fully focused in the war during the Nazis and he's fighting his way through a bunch of Nazis in like a pretty cool like opening sequence that's you know got the classic as he's running across the top of the train and you know he's got the classic him beating up Nazis 
which I was Hayden like pointed out some like like some weird like fucking like review thing. Someone saying that uh, what was that thing you said to me yesterday about Indiana Jones? It's like someone said that, uh, the the new ones. It's 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 basically just they're basically saying like um people call Indiana Jones having him punching a Nazi, explaining why Nazis are the bad guys. Part of the point. He, he, he didn't see his reaction, but his reaction it's was not, like... It's not very hard to explain why you're that guy. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Uh, she said that to me, and I looked at him, and I was like, I'm sorry, what were they smoking at the point where they said that? Because... I, it... mean, I mean, Nazis are bad guys, obviously, all the time. But especially when the time period is set in that film, it's during the fucking war. So, of course, it's going to be even worse. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like this one is Fucking set... At the very end of the war, isn't it? This one is. It's the very end of the war. The war's pretty yes, much over, which they... Is in, hiding, uh, they, ref- they say. Uh, so this is pretty much like the brink of the ending of the war uh, for the young sequence, which I say is pretty cool. The whole train sequence is really good. The de-aging and CGI is really good. I mean, I, I'm guessing that's why the budget was so high. It's like yeah, they pumped all the... The de-aging was like Captain Marvel level. Yeah. I feel like the... Skywalker. I feel like that's what the, the, where all the money went was into that whole... Just de-age and to make sure it was spot on. Because, I mean, it's, like, one of the most expensive movies of this year in terms of how much it costs to make. Like, almost, like, 300 million. For an Indiana yeah. Jones film, that's a lot of money. And it's <laughs> when I'm watching it, I was like, the only reason things I can see is the, sort of, the last act, that maybe that's cost a bit. The underwater stuff. The underwater stuff, maybe. Because I know some shots that look, you can tell, a bit CG. And, obviously, the de-age. And I'll say those are the big ones that cost the most money. Uh, either that, or just uh, Harrison Ford just wanted a lot of money to do this last uh, movie. Yeah, if you even if if you listen to a lot of the like uh, interviews, look on like, the when you go to the cinema, the, the last few times there's been like a little engine Jones at the start. Uh, the director yeah. side always said like he he basically can, is easily able to adapt back into this role yeah. uh, because this role is something that's built for him. Because I feel like. The fan base isn't as toxic as uh, Star Wars. Star Wars fan base so is it's very the, divided. It's not as toxic and it's not as demanding because if you think about it, uh, what he's done five films now <clears> with this. Uh, obviously, Star Wars he did four movies. <clears throat> um, but it's just like that was like his early work. The Star Wars ones was, and it's like the idea of he couldn't get out of the shadow of Star Wars, which is why he kind of hated it. He was kind of stuck in the shadow of Star Wars, whereas he broke off with Indiana Jones' his own little franchise. But obviously, if, if you think about that, that's probably the reason he got Indiana Jones was because of Star Wars, because it being George Lucas. He probably was <clears throat> like, let's get you again. We'll get you doing Indy. Uh, I mean, everything about this is literally the same stuff as Star Wars. I mean, uh, Lucas was involved uh, throughout the franchise. I mean, obviously, John, uh, John Williams has been involved throughout this franchise. I mean, his score is so magnificent, <laughs> as always. Uh, you could get a whisper Star Wars in one shot. I was watching it. I was like, "Is that one like cheers from Star Wars?" <laughs> like, like when they're always like looking up into the distance. It's like little somber music that's usually plays. It's like the end of the oh, film yeah. before it kicks in there. It's like a shot. It's like that. I was like, "Isn't that just the theme from Star Wars?" As <laughs> John Williams has gone, "Oh fuck it, the phone's not going to notice." It's just copy and paste that file oh, in there. <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's some good <clears> stuff. Um, they kind of. Make little sort of reference to each sort of movie. I mean, there's a reference to Temple of Doom because he another bit when he you've seen Temple of Doom, right? You've seen you've seen the older in Jane Jensen. I've seen yeah. Which one? Temple of Doom. Second I've watched one. them all, but I can't Dr. remember Jones, which one. Doctor Jones. Yeah, I have seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've seen all. I just can't remember what order. 
drink like the blood and stuff like that. From the the head. Yeah. Obviously, there's, yeah, there's, a, there's a reference to that in this movie. Uh, there's obviously a little sort of <clears throat> references to characters you've seen. I mean, there's two characters actually from the old ones who make a return. Um, you've got like little references in the background. I.e., there's a picture of um, Sean Connery in the background, obviously because he's dad, isn't he? So obviously, you yeah. see the little reference to that. And there is a reference to obviously his son from the fourth one, which without spoiling anything, basically they kind of very quickly use that as part of like an emotional arc for the story. Oh no, he did. <laughs> I mean, would you really call it spoilery? Because I mean, they're kind of eradicating from the franchise anyway. Like, would you, would you call it spoilery if I said, yeah, they basically suddenly go, yeah, he kind of died. I won't say how because it's off screen anyway. So they're kind of eradicating from okay the movie. Which, as I was watching, I was I was internally pissed myself. I was like, they've literally just eradicated Shia LaBeouf from this franchise. The character they built to literally take the reins of Indiana Jones from Harrison Ford. Until all the shit happened in IRL with fucking him <laughs> and also the clusterfuck that was the reaction from the audience to the fourth one. Obviously, there's like, yeah, let's. Uh, he's dead. Oh, it's emotional. Let's just use that. <laughs> but uh, I, will, I will say, there's not much uh, whipping action in this film. No. The, the, no uh, the only one that obviously. The main bit really is in the trailer uh, when he whips all the people. He's like, get back, get back, and they'll pull out <laughs> oh, yeah, guns yeah. on him. He, that's the main sort of real point he really gets to whip out. I think he gets it during the start for a little tiny bit, but not like heavily. But literally, the main bit is literally just that bit. He pretty much rarely uses it. He has a few little punchy moments. I mean, he's old. He probably can't properly keep going like that, can he? I'll get his little fists in there. So, I mean, it's a, it's a swan song. I mean, you're not going to expect him to be exactly like he was in the old ones. So, I mean, if you think about yeah, Christa, think about Crystal Skull, yeah, he was old, but I mean, he was still like. Over t- over ten years younger than he is now, so he could do a bit more than he could now. Whereas this, that there has to be a limit of how far you can go and how far, as an audience, you look at it and be reasonable of like, yeah, like the seventy year old man can do that. You know what I mean? So you have to kind of you have to kind of judge it that way. And I think yeah. they, they handle that pretty well because I say there is a few punchy moments when he's older, but it does show uh, that he's not as young. There's literally a shot where he try- there's two people with guns on him. He tries to take them out. And he, he, he like like pushes the one and then gets caught instantly. Like that shows like old indie <laughs> would have just bang bang whack whack, whoosh, whoosh. like he would have took them all out. But this indie's like, hey! oh for fuck's sake, okay guys, you can take me. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's just, it's it is funny to, like seeing this old man doing some crazy ass shit. I mean, there's a bit of a, like a bookshelf. It's like a, like a, not a bookshelf, like um like a display shelf, like a what they have like a. Like museums and they keep like artifacts on and stuff like that. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like a, a whole rack of them. To, and to escape some bad guys, he jumps on it and it just falls over and like like a domino effect takes them all out. You see his face go, as <laughs> it's going down, and that, that was pretty funny. But say it, it's funny seeing like this old man trying to do these like crazy ass stunts, but not too over the top like Tom Cruise level of over the top. It's actually more yeah set back and more kind of realistic. Um, I will admit the ending is very over the top, like. It's like you saw the last one, the Crystal Skull one. Yep. No, when obviously the the it's an actual alien. There's a legitimate alien, alien and that that's quite over the top. Yeah. Uh, this has the idea of time travel. I won't get into full okay. detail, but let's just say the concept of what they're trying to deal with is very over the top. But yeah, oh, uh, it's it's not riddled with bad CGI like the Crystal Skull ending was. So it, it, it's fine. Um, That's actually a decent watch. 
it, it's it, it's something that <laughs> as you watch it, you like as they kind of like keep hinting at stuff. You are like, oh, it's not going to happen. This and this isn't going to happen. This isn't going to happen. And then when it kind of does happen, you are like, oh, okay. I did not actually think they were going to go through. I thought it was going to be one of those sort of things where it's just like you think it's going to happen, then it's just like yeah, no, even though that's fucking no, I going to do it like that. And then it makes me uh, feel like uh, fucking Vin Diesel's watching this movie and going. I know where Fast and Furious 11's going. <laughs> DeLorean style. <laughs> oh my god, it would not surprise me. He fucking hijacks a DeLorean. <laughs> but oh yeah, it's like, it's, uh, there's a lot of really cool moments. It's quite a long film. It's like 2 hours 20. It's like the longest indie movie by at least 20 minutes. But I feel like that's a way of like dragging the story out a bit more. And especially from the fact that they're brought in a new character, obviously in the form of... Uh, uh, I know her first name's Phoebe, I think it is, in IRL. I can't remember now off the top of my head. But basically, the actress who's basically... She's his goddaughter in this franchise now. Oh, basically. yeah, the one from Fleabag and stuff. Yeah, the one from Fleabag. Like, obviously, they're yeah, going to try yeah. and give her character a bit more. Because, I mean, his character, really, you don't need to do much with it. It's been built over four films already. All you got to do is just show he's a cranky old man, trying to get back into his roots, trying to basically help and deal with stuff. So it's this character, this new character. you got to try and build up this, this basically, archaeologist thief. Like it's she's basically the same character as him, but she's more of a I'll sell it to the highest bidder kind of character rather than a oh, I'm yeah. gonna put this in the museum. Whereas obviously if you look at Shia Buff in the fourth one, he was meant to be more like your generic greaser type character. That was basically the only reason he'd fit the indie idea is the fact that a it was his blood, and b it was just the fact that you know he can he could like, actually fight. Whereas obviously this character that's coming is basically meant to be the adventurer side. Um, but how I'd put it is basically this movie is your adventure movie for your elder, your your older generation. Uh, some younger generations might enjoy it. I enjoyed it because I like James Mangold. It wasn't as good as I was hoping it was going to be. So especially with James Mangold doing Logan, I was like, "Come on, come on, it's got to be good." It's not as good as Logan, as very obviously. Uh, and I wouldn't say it's my favorite Mangold movie. I like a Ford versus Ferrari film a bit better than this. Um, and I don't like racing. It's weird that I like that one more than an adventure movie. But still, obviously, this is your more older generation adventure movie. Whereas, say, like Uncharted last year was your more younger generation action adventure movie. So it is quite interesting to put both up side by side and compare like this, this idea of this young adventurer versus this old retiring adventure. It is quite. It does balance out really well, realistically, in terms of like if you're an adventure movie fan, you've got two types of movies. You've got young upcoming adventurer an old going out adventurer so I, li- I like that the last like year have done that and yeah. you, also, you also have the connection for the fact that Antonio Banderas is in both fucking movies because obviously he's the villain of Uncharted or one of the villains and he's obviously Indy's like friend that he knows from back in the day that you never met before but hey friends he's back. Gotta, you, gotta, you gotta get an emotional attachment to this character <laughs> But yeah, it's, it, every time I, I hear Antonio Banderas talk, I can't just like not picture Puss in Boots popping on the screen going, Hey, Indy! Where's Shrek? <laughs> <laughs> but still, it is obviously... It, it is like a really cool thing that they've done. They've gone like, okay, we've got Uncharted for the, the young whippersnappers. Got Indian Jones for the Oh, Tammy. Slash the people that kind of grew up with it. So it is, it is cool that you obviously can have both audiences kind of enjoy both in their own right uh so it's not like a copy and paste type thing 
That's why, if you look at a lot of superhero movies, for example, obviously I love superhero movies, I love comic book movies, but a lot of times they are copied and pasted and they are basically the same sort of movies, but with different characters and whatnot. Whereas you look at both of these, like if you look at Uncharted from last year and you look at Indiana Jones Doll, Destiny from this year, or any Indiana Jones film really, they're so drastically different. One's a very over-the-top action-heavy type movie. Um... With obviously a lot of comedy whips and whatnot, since it's obviously Mark Wahlberg and obviously Tom Holland, and you got the other one, which is more. There is a bit of action, and there is some over the top natureness in it. I mean, like the Ark of the Covenant, I mean, <laughs> and the the fucking you know the blood and all the aliens and basically everything about this. There is the over the top element to it, but it's not as over the top action wise as like Uncharted. I mean, if you're getting the Uncharted film, there's a whole fucking that whole plane sequence, which is obviously ripped from the game. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. That is very over top action. Whereas any of these, most of their actresses are usually chasing or a quick fighting. There's nothing. I don't think it's heavy as that. I mean, there's a massive plane sequence in this film, but it's more of the case of planes flying. Some people are shooting from below, and then the, it's in this. Obviously, the trailer. They jump out this plane. Like it's not, you know, planes going down, fucking everything, cars falling <laughs> from it. It's not that level over top, but it has its own over topness. Yeah. So it, it it's it's nice to see the two different balancing of uh, action adventure movies. I do I do like that. Um, trying to think of what else I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, I see Harrison Ford's good. He's good again. I mean, he carries these movies pretty well. But I do I think he's got this time he's got a really good supporting cast to help carry. Obviously, her at a flea bag. She's got obviously this wit about her, which she's pretty cool. Um, it's this little kid who's basically like a pickpocket thief. He's pretty much like a nobody, but, you know, he has his moments. Um, obviously, other side character, Antonio Banderas, coming in with, oh, the Antonio Banderas charm, as always. Uh, the little bring-back characters that you've seen before, obviously, that, it's nice to see them back and see uh, them again. Obviously, the one in the trailer, I think it's uh, Jonathan Rhys Davis, I think it is. Jonathan Rhys Davis. Uh, the, in the trailer, the guy's like, "Go get him, Indiana Jones." That guy. Oh yeah. That guy obviously is from the original and the third movie, so, so he's still got that obviously energy for an older guy, which is pretty cool to see. Um, and obviously then you got your villains. You got Mads Mikkelsen, the guy who played fucking Hannibal Lecter, uh, as well as like many other villains that, uh, over the years. And your very villain face. <laughs> but yeah, obviously he. He's pretty good as obviously the Nazi villain, obviously and Nazi and this this guy. Oh, he's working for the president. He's very clearly not a Nazi. <laughs> of course he's not. His name's Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you, obviously as an audience member, obviously you're watching him in the past and then seeing him in the present. You're like, okay, he's a bad guy. It's obvious he's a Nazi, but it's just the fact that it's just like he's, he's managed to blend in all this time and he goes by the name Schmidt, uh, which is pretty funny. But yeah, and obviously you got the his like generic henchman, a really massive like hawk like giant guy, uh, and his small guy from the uh, Narcos, you know, the the copper. He was in Logan. He was the the guy with the robot arm, the henchman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the he's sort of a henchman. Uh, obviously, they're, they're they're decent villains. Uh, and that's all it really is to say. It, it's it's a lot better than what I originally thought. Obviously. But obviously, when I saw the trailers, I was hyped for it. I know you, you like, there's nothing really that's drew me in on the trailers. Yeah, but me, I was, I was interested because I'm a big Indiana Jones fan. I like the original trilogy. And I find Christmas Score entertaining to an extent. Like, it's still an entertaining movie, even if it's flawed by bad CGI and some other stuff. There's a, a lot of films out there that are flawed 
with bad CGI, but it's still pretty entertaining. Looking at you, Flash, that's kind of like just destroyed itself at the box office. Um, <laughs> and then thanks to a Twitter leak, it's kind of this dead now entirely. Um, but yeah, so obviously, I'm a, I'm a sucker for it, so I was hyped for it. Plus, James Mangold behind it, that got me through the roof in excitement after watching Logan. Especially being a swan song hero, I was like, this should be realistically a good movie. Uh, plus, his last film I saw, which is the Ford vs. Fry film, was pretty damn good. Which surprised me how much I really enjoyed that movie. Um, I mean, I can have a look at my. When did that come out? Come out 2019, I think. Come out. I can tell you right now where it landed on my like 2019 uh, like list. Uh, 15th out of 70 movies. That's not bad. I'm watching. I've seen a ton of clips from it. That's not, in my opinion, out of 15 out of 70. That's not too bad. That's quite high. It's almost that's top twenty films of uh, twenty nineteen for me, and there's quite a fucking few good films came out that year. I was the uh, last. You watch too many films, man. I know I do. I know I do. I watch way too many films, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was like hyped as hell, but then that's the, the first reviews came out from that uh, that film festival last year, last month. I was like, oh no, please don't be as bad as this. Fifty percent. Oh my god. Slowly creeping. I was like, okay, this is a bonus. It gets close to release date. It gets to about six six percent. I was like. Not as high as as hoping. I mean, if you look at the other Indiana Jones movies, I'm like Rotten Tomatoes. If I get the uh, ratings up at, at the moment, Indiana Jones. Obviously, it's the easiest way to compare them because I can have them all on screen at the same time. Um, like the lowest it went recently was seventy seven percent, and that was for both the second and the fourth one. So I was just like. Like low, rated it the lowest to the franchise. I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in with an open mind because I, I know critics talk out their fucking asses. I mean, look at Transformers; they they talked out their ass for that, and it actually was a pretty entertaining film. But yeah, um, and as I say, I went into it open mind, and I was like, it's long, it's a long film, it is drawn out at times, but it's still a pretty solid, entertaining goodbye, Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. Um, so what's your overall overrating? I've been debating this since I finished it. I was just like, ooh, I've literally just had to look. Cause I think I prefer it to The Flash because obviously, unlike The Flash, I think The Flash is the fun element. Uh, but obviously the CGI does hinder it. Whereas I think this yeah. I think this has more nostalgia that helps this. I think nostalgia definitely helps me with this. Um, obviously the, the directing, the uh, cinematography the acting, the music, a lot of this does help a quite slow at times movie, but to be fair, Logan at points is pretty slow. It slowed mm. down to a point, and obviously you had your big set pieces and most of us was pretty slow and more character development, which this one does as well. So as I said, I've been debating. So I think I, I double-checked my flash frame, which was 8.5, and I'm... Oh... Uh, at the moment, obviously, I always change my ratings as I, go, as I rewatch and rewatch because that's what people do. You rewatch and you go, actually, I, I think it's different. But yeah, of my first rating, I'm going with an eight point seven out of ten. What do you rate the originals? Originals like in the nines. In the nines, okay, so a bit less than the originals. So I put this that's less. I put this less than the original <clears throat> trilogy, but I'd put it higher than Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull for me is like a seven. So I'd put this higher than that, but I said the original trilogy for me is like in the, the, between nine and ten, like they're that good. I need to rewatch them now. I do need to rewatch them at some point. I want. I don't think I've ever seen you put a movie in less than a six. Oh, 
Burnley if you saw some of my. Re- I, can, I can tell you. I can tell you right now. One film in Sniff by uh, 2020, uh, 2020, 2023 list that's already in a low rating. Win the poo. Oh, uh, the yeah, okay. Zero point five out of ten. <laughs> well, that's like a that's not not really serious. So that's like a throwaway film. Um, zero. I thought sixty five was was like a four. Of Adam Driver, Dinosaur One. You like cocaine, Ben? I've heard bad stuff about that film. I've okay, heard everyone say shit on that film, saying there's no character development. The film's focused on like multiple characters at once, and nothing's built, and then it's just like done. Okay, I've hilarious. heard so many complaints it's, about that film. It's fucking funny that film is. Even Hayden liked it, and she, like she doesn't like horror films. That's not really a horror film. Horror it's comedy. It's a horror comedy. Cocaine Bear. Yeah. You enjoyed that, didn't you? It's quite funny. Oh, it's not, it's kind it's of really sad. horror, though. It's not scary, though. It's horror comedy, it's referred to as, because obviously the fact that it eats people. So technically, it's a horror in that sense, but it's horror comedy. No, it's not. There's people in real life. It's not horror. <laughs> it's just it's a horror comedy animal. referred to as. But like uh, Tucker and Dale, it's referred to as a horror comedy. That's, that's how you kind of refer to that's what I mean. It's, it's got it's got you really more horror film of a killer bear, but it's heavily a comedy. It's more comedy than horror, but there is the little element uh, of horror which kind of does kind of push it into that category of horror comedy type movies. Um, like Megan, Megan's a horror comedy kind of thing at times, but it's more horror than comedy. <sighs> but yeah, no, I've got plenty of films that are fucking low rate. I say, Cocaine was pretty fun. I think that's what helped that movie. Is it was a pretty damn fun film. It's like a it, random film. Everyone's jumping it, it, off us. It, it's it's like, car- it's, yeah, it's characters weren't developed. I admit that, but <laughs> I don't think it needed heavily developed characters. I mean, it's a one-off, one-shot movie. I don't think it needs. I don't think it needs these characters that are heavily developed. It just needs the idea of what their characters are about, and that's it. it just go. But any horror film, like any horror film, realistically, does it? If it's like a slasher movie or anything, does it realistically need heavily developed characters? No. You don't have to develop, develop Michael too much. So, I mean, you, you don't... A lot of horror films and horror comedy, you don't really need... You just need a little bit of development about that character, like a little bit yeah. about him, and that's it. You, you get through the rest of the movie. You don't need uh, a full fucking... Like, I feel like with Jaws, as a, that needed it, because it, it's less sharp, because of the issues with the, obviously, mechanical side of it, and it's plot-driven. It needs that, whereas, as I say, like, Cocaine Bear... It's it's not plot driven. It's a whole drive is about this fucking bear off its tits on cocaine, going around just just eating anything and going after anyone covered in cocaine. Like that's all it is. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I don't think it needed like, massive characters uh, or characters of, like heavy characters. But it just needs the idea of this is the mom trying to get her daughter. This is a bunch of criminals trying to get their drugs back. Done. Oh, and the police trying to. Get rid of the deal. The police trying to deal with the drug people, and then obviously the unlucky people that are running the actual park yeah, get means. getting screwed over. So they, obviously, I don't think just I just don't think it needed the character development, especially for a film that's only on for like an hour. Was it an hour and a half? Hour forty minutes or like that? But it it doesn't need it. It just needs a bear killing people and comedy, and it got both of those. <laughs> But yeah, I've no. just never heard any good stuff come from it. I've never heard anyone really say anything 
It was amazing. If someone watched a review or anything on it, they're just like, yeah, it's really bad. Obviously, I've not watched it. I'm, not, I, I'm taking your word for it and their word for it, I guess. But I mean, if... But if you go on, like, say, the button things on Rotten Tomatoes, which is the easiest thing for me to click on, uh, it's like around the 70 mark for both. It's like just below 70 for critics, just slightly above 70 for audience. So it's referred to as more of one of those entertaining ones, which it pretty much is. It's pretty. Ent- it's sort of an entertaining film about a bear off its tits. It, it's probably one of the better bear films out there. I mean, I mean, I've seen plenty of films with killer bears that are, that are the shit. I mean, it's that one I watched not long ago. Um, I've been wanting to watch it for fucking years. It's based on slightly true events. Uh, and I heard good stuff about it. And I was like, oh, I'll give it, a, I'll give it a watch. And I watched it. I was fucking, it was, I was bored out of mind. I was like, this is shit. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called. I can't remember what it was called. So like, yeah, she, I, I, I can't remember why I went to, I think I went to watch it because it's very similar idea and theme to another film I'd seen. But as I watched it, I was fucking like, this was a waste of fucking time. Um, But yeah, so yeah, eight point, what did I say? Did it say eight point seven? What did I say? <laughs> yeah, I think so. He's I'm, gonna pull down maybe one point. I don't know. I've, 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 I've lost track of what I said. So eight point eight. It's the, easy the, to remember. The, the Harrison Ford age is just uh, <laughs> kicking into me now. I'm starting to forget what numbers I said. I think I, think I said eight point seven. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, the funny article I wanted to say to you. There's an article on here. Uh, for some reason, <laughs> it says all times Harrison Ford was spotted in Northeast as Indiana Jones Five released. It's just not article about every time someone's fighting Harrison Ford out on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of article is that? I guess. I just saw it and I was scrolling through obviously Indiana Jones stuff on obviously Google. That's the one article that popped up from, from twenty almost twenty four hours ago. Every time Harrison Ford was spotted in this one area when Nintendo phones five games out. Oh, I can't even get my words out now. It's just a really dumb article. It's that dumb, it's making me dumb dumber. Uh, I have to say dumber because I already am dumb. I mean, I, I had a fight-year-old man over who's trying to stop him sending an email, so that shows how dumb I am. <laughs> then again, does it show how dumb I am, or does it show how committed I am to making sure that your old man doesn't seem dumb? Then again, they probably saw that email and was like, I don't think your old man sent that. I think that was more like someone else sent it. It's too worded. <laughs> it's too smart <laughs> and not all, in, not all in capitals. <laughs> stop doing this, please. <laughs> Like a chimp. <laughs> um, if you leave enough, if you have an infinite amount of chimps and an infinite amount of typewriters and an infinite amount of time, eventually they'll write the words of Shakespeare. I tell you what, though. That's okay. I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what, though. One of the things that upset me about the movie, we, so, didn't, have, we didn't have the person coming at the start of the film and say, "Hello, welcome." <laughs> but honestly, she didn't just realise that no one came in at the start of the movie. She literally just looked at me. I just looked, she looked at me. Look at me. She goes. That's what oh, she... then someone came in the whip. <laughs> they should have. To be fair, there wasn't that many staff there, really, today. I mean, they had the two behind the fucking counter. You had one, one really big buff hench guy sitting by the fucking ticket thing going, wait to go to their place. Enjoy the film. <laughs> and I saw one guy upstairs. Uh, that was it. There wasn't really many people, uh, like staff in there. But yeah, honestly, the thing come on the screen with the... Uh, go uh, join that a light thing for basically 15.99 a month. And when that comes on... That's you when it's starting to unblur. That's when usually someone walks in. It's like right, okay, before the movie starts, blah 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 blah. And literally, no one came in. I was just like, it come on the screen with the black thing. I was like, is someone going to do what they did last time? Run and go, thank you, enjoy the show. And I was like, 
if I go to that film starts with the Disney logo, I'm like, no, no one. Co- oh my god, it's like the first film I've been to that no one's come in and said anything. Like, I'd like to imagine that they start all the films around the same time. You just got, you just like tried to get there as fast as you could, but missed it. He's just he's running open, he's open the door, he's looked in, he's started, he's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, it's just the map, it's the map, like, as it's going across. It's the blueprint arc, uh, uh, drawings of the fucking building as the fucking line going across. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Light Cinema. I haven't seen her in there for ages. I think he's gone. Probably. But yeah, that, I was I was shocked. Oh, I, was in there. <laughs> I was literally shocked. No one came in. <laughs> then again, obviously we went to fucking Birking before and for our lunch, and I got a free, like large fries. They clearly put way too many fries in my fucking thing. Uh, they put too much. But it was literally overfilling, like massively overfilling. I didn't even finish them all. That's how much there was. I said to Hayden, I think I reckon what it was because obviously I ordered one of those Fanta drinks I got there. I had the lemon one last time. I was like, I'll have the strawberry one this time, and next time I'll have the mix. And I ordered it. And uh, obviously they called our number. I was like, "Fucking, that was quick!" Like literally, we just sat down. We just ordered. Just sat down. It's like, and obviously it was just the fucking drinks. And I walked over. It's like, oh, I just noticed you put basic strawberry, but I put mix. And I was like, "Ass, I don't give a shit." I'm, I'm not gonna be like, "Oh no, fucking take that back, fucking get a new one." Take it, take a book about. I'm not gonna carry this. <laughs> so I was just like, "That's fine, I'm okay with it." So I reckon they're literally like, it was kind with that. Let's put some more chips in there. <laughs> but I tell you what, the fucking update. I was in the Birking, the fucking the machine things. They got there. Yeah. She ordered from. They obviously must have updated the system. It's a pain in the fucking ass. Obviously, you now when you usually click something and it comes up with all the stuff that you can take off, add stuff and whatnot, so you can actually customize your like meal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you basically when you click on it, now, it comes up with two options. Obviously, you have make it a meal, basically a basic burger, like basically with the, chip, with the chips and drink. If you click meal, it'll give you that screen. You click the fucking the basically just a burger. It just puts the burger in the. Uh, the back it didn't let you customize it and we was like, the, was like what the fuck because obviously she wanted obviously a hamburger and obviously she didn't want a meal so obviously we we're kind of fucked it was like what the fuck but i found a loophole i managed to accidentally find a loophole in the system literally we obviously she tried to do it again i was like it's not working i went i went i hit back i hit the button back to go back took us to the screen to customize it so if you click on it if you want a basic if you untick the button that says make it a meal and hit back, it'll click on the <laughs> customization screen. <laughs> if anyone's this listening, it's called gone... Indiana Jones Review slash Burger King Machine Hack. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's gone to Burger King and found this issue, there's your fix for it. <laughs> How to get free large fries. Get your order wrong. Get free large fries. <laughs> 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 Press back on machine to get to previous menu that was accessible before update 1.2. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says. Life hack. <laughs> then again, I was at the machine where you poured the drink in last time. And I ain't got a fucking clue. I was like, friends. <laughs> I mean, the middle one I got. I, pic- I think I was, I was stuck with that picture of you. The one else, I, I think so. I, I, I put it in the chat saying, like, I found like yeah, a yeah. before fucking typing in the machine. Well, it's because the one to Toby Carvery is touchscreen, so you press the screen, it pours the drink, but that one you have to press the screen, then press the button. So it's like, well, I was there pressing the screen, what the fuck's going on? I just tried my best. That picture. It won't work, yeah. <laughs> so we watched Dungeon Dragons, that was, yeah. That was the 2nd of April on the Sunday, so yes, it was. Because we went the Sunday, didn't we? Yes, yes, yes. We went on the Sunday to watch it, so yeah, we've been Dungeon Dragons. I need to rewatch that, because I think it comes out soon. So I'm like, to buy. I need to rewatch that to get my second opinion on it. 
Um, I still like the fact that that one guy who kept walking away, like legit, was just walking away. Yeah. Like, didn't ask him to just get going and see how long he'd go for. <laughs> any, any news that jumps out your mind that you want to jump uh, get off your chest before, before we wrap it up? Anything you can think of that? Uh, the only two things I've got is Starfield has done a partnership with AMD, so there's no DLSS in Starfield on PC. And people are like, oh, that's so stupid. I understand why they're trying to do that, but Xbox runs on AMD, so of course they're going to do that. Hmm. And then obviously the other thing is Final Fantasy overheating people's PlayStation. Final Fantasy advertised at the cinema again, and I was sitting there, I was like, that's overheating people's PlayStations right now. <laughs> it, it looks so good though. Like I, If I had PlayStation, I'd 100% have it. What, it so looks can, so fucking you can, good. So you can watch your PlayStation blow up on you. Hell yeah. When people are like, oh, just clean your PlayStation. So I was like, I literally bought a PlayStation 4. This is still overheating. Like, it's not like an issue with dust. It's just fucking. I'm going to just tuck it out the box and, and it's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's just like an intensive game. I don't know what fight it is. I don't think it's like all throughout the game. I think it might be towards the end fight. Oh, like big fight. Probably like just fucking tanking like everything much. to go in 100%. Yeah. Like. So. I just thought it was funny watching people like do this fight and all of a sudden you beep 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 and the PlayStation just goes <laughs> off and then comes back on like uh, please leave alone. That pissed me off that one like mid fight. I, <laughs> I, I, I've been waiting up before when like I think it was Assassin's Creed Odyssey I was doing the obviously you know you got the monster fights you can fight yeah. for monsters obviously I was fighting Medusa which is quite a difficult fight I remember I happened to do it three or four times because the game kept crashing and I was like <laughs> I was probably like, losing at this point I, th- I think there might be like a slight like mark on the disc, and it basically causes it to crash. And I was just get- getting very fucking frustrated. Like mid fight, I'm, I'm doing my hardest, and then it just crashes. I was like, from what I can gather from what people are saying, it's the the way off to the PlayStation's thermal paste is. It's like yeah. liquid thingy, so that's what people reckon's causing the current problem. Like it's not. But obviously, maybe for example, PlayStation's have been sat around for a bit longer. Maybe they're I know it's a bit, a bit older. I guess I, I can't remember. But it's like liquid metal. I think that that they use. Obviously, what you could on like an Xbox, pretty easy to place thermal paste. You can kind of get from anywhere. But I don't know how much liquid metal it is. Put Google are you? Yeah, I want to see how much it costs. Uh, liquid metal thermal paste. It's like 11 quid, but I don't know how good that one is. I don't know what PlayStation one uh, is, yeah, but obviously I don't know how. I don't know if they're using like a bit more of a is. better version or they're using the cheapskate ones. Like I so, said, I don't know what's going on with PlayStation in a minute, but uh, obviously it's just that one game. I don't think anything else is really causing problems, but yeah. I know that even in performance mode, it still like doesn't really get a high mm. FPS, and people are like, what's the point of having performance? It's basically on the same power as quality mode. So. Because it was like the whole thing of people mocking like Starfield at first being like, oh, you not even got a 60 FPS mode, but uh, Final Fantasy has, and it come out and it can't even reach 60 frames. And I was like, oh, you fucking idiots. Like, what are you, what are you complaining for? Everyone's fighting over stupid shit, man. Just get both consoles. Stop arguing. Like, like me. <laughs> you got both. I, I can't afford both, but if I could, I fucking would say that. Yeah, for them? Yeah. Uh, I think so, yeah. We're going to go yeah, see if we can get, get some sleep and I can get some food. Yeah, I need some snooze time. I need, I need to eat still. I need, some, eat and same. I need some food and then I'll decide if I want to snooze or not. <laughs> uh, right then, uh, that is it uh, for this week's episode. 
uh, obviously you can check it out, uh, this episode and other episodes that we've done. I mean, this is like episode seventy odd now. I've lost track of what we're on there. We're like we've got we've gone for, we've gone longer than the old podcast, Connor. We've we've beat it. <laughs> um, you can check out, obviously all these episodes out on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Amazon Music, etc., etc. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, it's pretty much guaranteed you're gonna be on there. And obviously, you can also check it out if you're not currently watching the video. You can check the video out itself on YouTube. Uh, every Friday at 4pm which is basically the same time it goes out everywhere yeah uh, so yeah obviously if you've seen Angela and Jones put your thoughts in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube uh, to give you let me know uh, your thoughts on the movie if you liked it if you think it was much better than the last one uh, if you didn't like it and uh, how much basically you didn't like it basically just give your opinions on it in the comments below um and also, do you have you got a PlayStation that Final Fantasy is killing? Put that in the comments <laughs> below too. <laughs> Stick it down. Stick it down there. Okay, okay, we're back. We're back. It's it's. I've called oh, it. It's it's quick, quick, quick! Before it goes. Uh, okay, uh, it's been the Chat K podcast, uh, and we hope you enjoyed. And you know, we'll hopefully see you next time. <laughs> Bye. No, no, again. <laughs>